Legacy leaders, mastering resilience is a smart way of ensuring you bounce back from every failure, accept every outcome, and adapt to change. It is the only way of making sure you continue working on your goals after failing and then be able to pick yourself up each time you fall. In this episode of the Legacy and Leadership Podcast, we're going to break down five ways resilience can turn you into an exceptional leader and provide you five actions that having a resilient attitude will enable you to take. So get your pen and your pad ready because we have a ton of golden nuggets for you to take note of coming up now. Right about now, you are listening to the Legacy and Leadership Podcast, a show where we discuss living as a leader worth following, leading others to do the same, and in doing so, leaving a legacy for future generations. My name is Jimmy Gonzalez Jr., a learning and development professional and leadership coach, sitting down with my co-host, Anthony Devon Watts Jr., an expert contact center leader that has effectively led and developed dynamic teams with high motivation. Together, we have over 30 years experience in the corporate game. Join us as we discuss our growth as leaders, share the lessons we've learned, and interview others to see how their leadership style was shaped as they were mentored by adversity. Legacy leaders, welcome back to the Legacy in Leadership podcast presented to you by the Legacy Leadership Learning Group. Uh, Remember, this is a show where we teach you the skills, knowledge, and processes you need to live as a leader worth following, and doing so, be able to teach others to do the same and lead others to do the same and leave a legacy for generations to come. Uh, I am Jimmy Gonzalez Jr., along with my co-host, Devon Watts Jr. How's it going, leaders? Absolutely. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, For our legacy leaders, if you are new uh, to the podcast or if you are one of our loyal listeners, we definitely ask uh, that you please feel free to rate uh, the podcast itself and leave us a review. If you're watching us on YouTube, definitely make sure that you like the video, subscribe to the channel, uh, and as well, leave some comments uh, under the show notes. Uh, We always leave you some detailed show notes, and we love for our legacy leaders to leave comments. Uh, And again, jump in on the conversation. Let us know how you feel about the topic at hand. Um, And then share, you know, share the podcast, share the vidcast uh, with any leaders out there that you know would definitely be able to glean from uh, the topics that we're discussing and get some value out of the show itself. So we would always, always appreciate that. Um, Also, we want to make sure that you guys are aware we were working on it for a while, took us uh, some weeks, but Devon and I were very, very happy that we were finally able to release our first online e-learning course, which is Focus for Success. Um, and yeah, we're excited for our legacy leaders out there to um, to go ahead and jump on the offer that we have for you. Uh, you can go to bit.ly, so bit.ly forward slash Focus for Success course. Uh, there you'll be able to get all of the details. We have a 30 plus page ebook, uh, two nine video series available for you. And the whole premise is uh, giving you what you need to develop that laser light focus, right? So you can get more done uh, in, in the 24 hours that you have. Uh, how do you diffuse all of the distraction that are around you and then providing you with the productivity that you, uh, secrets that you need, again, to be able to develop that laser like focus. 
uh, focused mind. So check that out again, bit.ly forward slash focus for success course. Uh, we definitely love to get feedback on the course as well uh, and excited for our legacy leaders to, uh, to jump on that. Uh, and again, get that focus that you need for 2021 to achieve all the goals that you have set out for yourself. Um, we're happy to, to get into this episode. This is actually episode number 30 for us. Uh, feeling really, really good about that. This whole month, we have been focusing on the the broader topic of relentless drive. Mm -hmm. uh, we started off focusing on grit and ways that you can cultivate grit in the workplace and then moved on to resilience. What is resilience? And we broke down six characteristics and then uh, four tips that you can use uh, to, again, really focus on developing that uh, that resiliency within yourself and then within others within your place of business. Uh, so continuing on with that theme, this particular episode, we are getting into really 10 ways that resilience can turn you into a phenomenal leader. Uh, that is our goal for today. Uh, we got five basically ways that resilience can turn you into an exceptional leader. And then we're going to break down quickly five um, five things that a resilient attitude is going to allow you to be able to do. Uh, so if that is something that is of interest to you, and I hope it is because you're here with us listening or watching, uh, we all want to be resilient, right? We've gone through a lot over the last year. Um, that is still continuing in 2021. Uh, and if we have goals, especially goals that have a purpose and that we we just really deep down in our hearts and our spirits, we desire to achieve these goals and to make an impact and and see this purpose come to fruition in our life. We have to have a resilient attitude and be able to build that. Uh, so again, stick with us. I'm sure you're going to get a lot out of this. I got plenty of golden nuggets uh, for you to dig up. So I hope you got your shovels ready because we're going to be coming at you today. Yeah, absolutely. And um, matter of fact, I think it's important because uh, I know we've had a a couple of our you know newcomers to our legacy leader community our legacy leadership community especially if you've been following us uh, on facebook you're part of the legacy uh leader community you've been uh participating as we go live every wednesday this this momentum around golden nuggets has been picking up but golden nuggets is not something new so i want to make sure that first we anchor our listeners to exactly what the golden nugget is so <clears throat> If you're listening to our podcast episodes, this episode or any other episodes, you may notice this sound. And that sound is an indicator for you that a golden nugget has just dropped. A golden nugget actually started as a way uh, for us to identify when we're you know, kind of talking and breaking down these concepts, you know, maybe some of the, the key points or bars that really resonate and stuck with us um, as we were breaking down and understanding these concepts and just sharing our experiences. And so it's a very, very easy way for you to identify the real takeaway from some of these concepts that we're breaking down and whether they are, um, you know, very powerful catchphrases and models that you can incorporate and use a hold on to the concept, or they are very tactical, profound, um, insightful, um, you know, bits of advice and guidance, right? All you have to do is wait and listen for this sound. And that will let you know that a golden nugget has just dropped. So um, as you're listening and we talked about going to the, the comments, whether you're on YouTube or if you're listening on any other DSP, like don't be afraid to hit us up and let us know what golden nugget resonated with you the most. Which one were you able to get into your pen, your your uh, your pen? <clears throat> I'm sorry, your pail. Right. Which one you were able to get in your pail and carry with you onto the day as you continue to work towards crushing these 
goals. So please be on the lookout for the Golden Nuggets because we're about to drop a whole heap of them as we break down again 10, 10 ways that resiliency can make you an exceptional leader. Absolutely. Dropping them on your head. So I hope you're ready. <laughs> Uh, now we love our legacy leaders out there uh, and yeah hashtag golden nuggets you know what's up uh, all right so we're going to jump right into this again we're going to start off with five ways that resilience can turn you into an exceptional leader uh, and starting with number one is knowing that it gives you a reason to get back on your feet uh, i remember you know back in the day those commercials uh, with Dwayne Wade, right? And you may hit hit the mat, hit the floor, you may fall seven times, but I'm going to get back up eight. Uh, and just realizing that resilience gives you that that ability and enables you to to get back up whenever you fall. There's going to be inevitably situations that we run across, things that happen in our life where we stumble, where we trip, where we fall, where we make mistakes, um, learn from the mistakes but also realize that I cannot allow this this situation to hold me back and, and to, to dwell in that moment. And I got to get back up. Like I got to get back up off the mat and I have to keep fighting. I have to keep thinking. I have to keep working, uh, communicating and do the things that I need to do to move forward and attain that goal that I'm trying to obtain. Absolutely. I mean, we've talked about this a little bit um, when we were talking about the difference between uh, a, a roadblock and a rest stop. Right. A roadblock and a rest stop when you really have a resilient spirit, even when you fall down, even when you hit the mat, you don't think that you're down for the count. Right. If you listen to our last episode, it's titled Beat the Count for a Reason. Right. It's titled Beat the Count for a Reason as we um, compare resiliency to boxing. And mm -hmm. that's exactly it. <clears throat> when you hit that mat, resiliency lets you know, no, nah, I'm not down for the count. I can beat the count. Right. I can get beat the count. I can get back on my feet. Right. I can take my breath. I can recenter myself and I can get right back in the fight um, because I'm not going down um, without swinging. Right. So, again, I, I love that. Exactly. It enables you to get back on your feet. All right. So, uh, number two, the second way that resilience can turn you into an exceptional leader is by helping you recognize the importance of failure in achieving success. See, the the only way of overcoming fear of failure is to understand that failure is a part of the success process, right? Being able to learn. And we talked about this before a little bit for our legacy leaders, um, our own personal views, right? That, um, you know, we take L's through this process, but the L is not a loss. The, uh, the mm -hmm. L is always a lesson, right? And either I'm going to learn or I'm going to succeed. Right. And so when you realize that failure is a part of the process and you, you, that frees you from that fear of failure, right, that fear of failure, that allow the resiliency allows you to be able to push through. It allows you to be able to uh, look at those opportunities as lessons, find the lessons um, from those failed opportunities so that you can go back, re-strategize and then get right back in the game and press forward. So. Uh, absolutely. Resiliency allows you to be free of the fear of failure, because honestly, I think that's a large reason why most of us, um, if we struggle with starting in the first place, starting something that's new or stretching outside of our comfort zone, um, mm -hmm. it is, you know, largely because of the fear of failure and not not believing in our ability to be resilient enough to overcome that fear and again go back to the first point get off the mat if we get knocked down so when you're resilient you you can be free of failure that fear of failure 
Yeah, and I, I think about, you know, as as an educator, as a teacher, as a coach, you know, there's there's times when you're you're creating experiences, learning experiences for your team, for your class, uh, sometimes even in the gym, like you you may program a workout or put together this learning experience where they're going to fail. You know, like you're not making it easy, but there's so much that can be learned from failure and and, and mistakes um, like if somebody's perfect, it's probably because they're not taking risks. They're not trying to do things. I mean, nobody's perfect, but um, when you put yourself out there, you're able to learn more and you want to make mistakes. I want to make mistakes because that means I'm trying different things. I'm trying to learn new things. Uh, I'm going to make mistakes, but as I'm making those mistakes, I continue to learn from those moments in time. Uh, and all of that, again, is is always it's always going to be a win for me. It's never going to be a loss. So definitely uh, appreciate that. Again, just reminding our legacy leaders the importance uh, of failure and achieving success. Yeah, uh, and it makes you desire and, and appreciate it all the more when you know, man, like I had to, to go through this obstacle and that obstacle or I messed up or I failed at this. Um, Bro, I mean, there's nothing like, to your point, there's nothing like uh, that feeling of achievement or accomplishment like when um, I take it back to the weight room, right? And maybe you're trying to throw around weight and you're struggling to get it off the bar. You're struggling to get it off your chest, right? Like you're like, oh, like I, I need I need my spotter to help me out, right? And then you walk away a little frustrated that, man, like why couldn't I get that rep? Like, man, why couldn't like why couldn't I, I push that, that weight? And then you go back, you're listening to your spotter, you're listening to your coach and they – you know, there's lessons in there, maybe about your technique, maybe about your breathing, maybe about your body positioning. Right. And honestly, through that, that failure, that failed you know, attempt at being able to lift, not only are you learning more about how to refine your technique so that you can be better prepared next time, but you're also training your, your muscles, your body, you're conditioning yourself to be able to carry that new burden, that new weight, you're mm -hmm. stretching new muscles, you are growing from that. And then when you're finally able to get under that weight, clean, lift it off clean, clean rep up, down, right? And you push it like it's one of the best feelings in the world because you remember what it felt like when you struggled. You remember what it felt like when uh, it seemed that this seemed impossible and now it's attainable. And mm -hmm. even more so than the the outcome, right? The outcome of being able to push the weight up. It's being able to, like you said, appreciate the journey and know that I did exactly. that. Like, I did that. It was these things that I did along the way that allowed this to be a reality. This is because of me. Like there's, um, there's very few better feelings. So um, I, I love that point you brought up, man. Yeah. Uh, so those are the, the first two points. Remember, we got five uh, ways that resilience can turn you into an exceptional leader. So we're about to get into point three. Um, and I think about. Man, Lord, I am not the man that I want to be, but thank God I am not the man that I used to be. Uh, and just reminding that you're not where you maybe want to be, but again, you're not where you used to be. There's going to be times where you fall and it's always a positive thing to fix your attention on what the goal is, what you're trying to obtain uh, and where you want to be. And that person that you see yourself as and that you're working towards so that you can achieve the goal. Because most of the time, especially when we're talking about wildly significant goals, right? Or wildly important goals, kind of those wigs. The person you are today is probably not going to get you where you want to be in the future. Meaning 
if the goal is six months, 12 months, 18 months from now, like that person in 18 months is going to have to be in some ways different, improve the mindset's going to have to improve so that you can be the type of person that you need to be to be able to achieve that goal that you set for yourself. Uh, you know, maybe you're working full time and you decide to go back and get your master's. You're working and, and you want to also get some certificates to, to continue your education. You're working full time and you have a side hustle, but you want that side hustle to be a full time business. Uh, maybe you decided to leave corporate America and you're in a, a multi-level marketing relationship, marketing business, and that's what you're doing full time and you're working on those things. Um, Think about, again, where you want to be in the future and fixate or fix your attention on those things. Um, resilience keeps you thinking, I may be down, but again, I'm closer to my goal today than what I was yesterday. And exceptional, resilient leaders think that way 99.9% of the time. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, what I appreciate about that, too, is there's a really good reminder about um, just being able to remain anchored, right? Being able mm -hmm. to remain anchored to the progress you've made along the way, like your journey. Um, and, you know, I've often, you know, you know, shared and been told, so I've shared because I've been told, right, that um, the person you were, right, the person you were before dreams about the person you are to, like dreamt about the person you are today. Mm. Right, so... When we when we go back, there was a moment in time where the things that we have now, the things we've been able to accomplish or amass or attain that um, because maybe the way we're wired and us being ambitious and us being hungry, like we are not satisfied with what we currently have. At one point, this was on the vision board. What, what we have today was on the vision board. At one point, this was what we were working towards. At one point, this was the final destination only to get here and then realize, oh, there's still there's like this journey's not over and there's still more road. So there's nothing wrong with, you know, looking towards the future and being inspired by that and being mm. hungry to get that. But also take some time to just look back down the road at where you came from and appreciate that, that at one point this was the destination in the GPS and you made it right. And so what allows you to make it? You know the resilience, the the um, the stick-to-itiveness, the grit, the all of those things, right? Allowed you to get this far, and so that's what I take away specifically from 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 this tip or this call out, right? It's just that reminder because sometimes we need we need to understand that at um, at one point, not only is what we've attained today, um, again at one point was the goal, but along that journey, there was probably moments along the way where we thought I, there's no way. I'm going to make it here. Like, there's no way I can get to that. Right. Yeah. And we did it and we overcame it and we did get here. And then now again, because of the way we're wired, you know, once we achieve it, it's like, all right, all right. But you have to take that pause and you have to be able to recognize that and give it, honestly, give it the acknowledgement that it's due, that it's worthy of, and use that as validation of your ability to be resilient and the benefit of being resilient to motivate you as you inevitably run into more obstacles down the down the road as you keep on this journey so yeah man uh, seriously i mean i got chills just listening to you say that and then thinking about that and thinking about prayers thinking about vision boards um you know we're coming up 
in April, you know, two years that, that we've been blessed to be in the home that we're in now and that we come at you live and recorded for our podcast and our cold brew and convos. Um, but it was it was a thought. It was a dream. It was a prayer. Um, I think back to the days when, you know, I had um, just let myself go and being at 260 pounds and still not losing sight of that vision that I had of myself on about, you know, how I could look and how I would feel once I got myself back into shape uh, and really in the best shape of my life, you know, prior to even, you know, back when I was in high school and stuff like that. So that's a really good segue because that leads us into point number four is that keeping yourself focused on the end goal helps you to to fight through the difficulties, to fight through the tough times. I love how you always say, you know, keeping yourself anchored. We, we definitely talk a lot about keeping yourself anchored in your why and what is your purpose and and why do you do the things that you do? Why do, why do you have the goals that you have set for yourself? Why are you pushing yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally to do the things, uh, hopefully that you feel God has called you to do uh, or that you're just attempting to do in life? And when you hit those rough spots, being focused on that end goal, again, will allow you to really fight through that and uh, and continue to press forward, especially I will remind everybody, if you haven't listened to the last episode, go back and do so because we're not talking about short-term goals. We're talking about long-term goals. That is what resiliency is all about. There's a lot of us that can do a 30-day challenge uh, and lose X amount of weight or focus for a, a short amount of time and um, you know, study something, go through a course, uh, whatever that it may be. But when you talk about oh, I have this this goal or these goals that it's going to take me 6, 12, 18 months or we're looking two years out. The only way that those things are going to happen is definitely with patience, uh, stick-to-itiveness, but resiliency along the way and staying focused on that end goal that you have for yourself and for the team that you're with. Absolutely. And I love the, I love the fact that you mentioned uh, in the team specifically, right, because um, you know, one of the things we we try to do um, as you know we are breaking down these concepts is not only speak to you as a leader, as an individual, in ways that you can develop these skill sets within yourself, but these these same concepts are applicable to developing that within your teams. Um, mm-hmm. It's even more important that you first have mastery of self and you can demonstrate competency in these areas at a high level, right? But when you talk about um, coalescing a team around some of the bigger goals. Um, we all have been there before. We know that sometimes in, or- in order to be truly transformational, like true transformation is a is a slow trod. It's not a, a fast sprint, right? Like mm-hmm. anything that is going to be transformational. Like when we say transformational, we mean, um, you know, impacting future, like impacting future generations, future years, changing the trajectory of your life, your family, your organization, like that's transformational. Anything that's truly transformational cannot be accomplished in the span of a couple of days, right? It, mm-hmm. it requires long-term, long-term, long-term discipline and long-term resiliency and long-term patience as you're breaking these things down, right? Um, as you are working towards these goals. Um, you know, uh, we talk about the importance of people being able to enrich themselves 
right? Enrich yourself, enrich your skill set. It's part of the reason why we created the offering we did with a focus for success, right? It's uh, allow people to enrich themselves, invest in themselves so that they can master that kind of that laser-like focus that's needed in order to have long-term self-discipline, long-term resiliency, like all of these things, you know, require first and foremost, um, the ability to focus, to be able to lock in. So again, if, um, if you're interested in setting yourself up for success, I strongly encourage you to be able to check that out, right? But we keep using this ver- this verbiage around enriching, enriching and investing for a reason, mm-hmm. because when you think about our finances, right? When you think about finances and you know people talk about creating generational wealth for their family, there's a lot of parallels between creating generational wealth from a monetary perspective and creating generational wealth from a a a mental perspective a capabilities perspective all of that right is understanding that your best your best your best your best your best your best friend in that investment process is time and the ability to exercise discipline over time the people who become generationally wealthy for their families are not folks that are getting quick flips right and uh, i made a quick hit off of uh game stock stock or you know amc stuff right like that stuff is definitely um, sensationalized. It's interesting to hear about in the news, right? But for people who have created generational wealth for themselves and their families, they're not hoping that they you know, make a quick hit off of a couple of weeks of a GameStop stock. That's not what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're saying, no, I have a long-term investment strategy. It requires me to be patient. It requires me to be disciplined. It requires me to be consistent. I know along that process, I'm going to take some uh, some losses or some learning some learnings. I'm going to refine mm-hmm. my approach. I'm going to continue to be consistent. I'm going to be in command of my emotions and command of, of uh, my actions, right? The same thing that somebody would break down to you around financial investment applies to you in terms of investing in yourself and your skill set as a leader. It requires you to do all those things, to focus on the long term, to be clear about your end goal, to maintain um, control and discipline and focus over your actions, over your mindset, right? All of these things that we've been sharing with you along the way in the podcast in these past couple of episodes, they all tie in. So it is very intentional when we talk about enriching and investment and focusing on those that end goal and being resilient. Because again, if you're talking about being a transformational leader, transforming the lives of you know those that you lead, your family, your organization, this is what's required in order to accomplish those things. I'm glad you said that last part, too, because obviously, you know, when we talk to our legacy leaders, um, again, there's, you know, general leadership. Uh, We do tend to to talk to uh, entrepreneurs, small business owners, corporate professionals. uh, But of course, we're also talking to leaders in the home. And, you know, I think about uh, even my children and, you know, my son, who's 23. But since he was 10 years old, he's been talking about being a vet and, you know, how do I continue to help him and teach him uh, for 13 years? It's going to take another, you know, two or three years uh, for him to, to see that goal uh, become a, uh, a reality. And again, that takes a lot of resilience to to have a goal that you've been working towards for 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 years. Um, so it's just important, even as parents, to, to teach our children resiliency and grit because they don't learn that in the classroom. Mm-mm. They do not learn that in the classroom. Mm-mm. And the only way they're going to learn that is through 
um, mentors mm-hmm. and and speakers, and again, hopefully through their parents who are learning and practicing these as well. So we've given you four, again, four ways that resilience can turn you into an exceptional leader, uh, giving you a reason to get back on your feet, helping you recognize the importance of failure in achieving success, reminding you that you are not where you used to be. Uh, that's important. And then keeping you focused on the end goal. Uh, so, Devon, go ahead and end. Let's round this section out and give us number five. Absolutely. So for number five, the fifth way that resilience can turn you into an exceptional leader or exceptional individual is by allowing you to fix your eyes on the positive things that are in your life. You can only become everything you want to be by fixing your attention on the good things and the good mm-hmm. things that are happening in your life, especially during those trying times. Uh, resiliency enables you to dwell on the positive things in life and express thankfulness and all the good things that are happening in your life and empowering you to turn you into the person that you long to be. Um, again, we've talked about this just a, a little bit when we talked about, you know, taking a step back, looking at the journey that you've already accomplished, um, realizing that, you know, where you're at today is where you used to envision and dream about being right. Um, and you know, in our last episode, we even talked a little bit about somebody who demonstrates a high level of resiliency is also very emotionally in tune, right? Mm-hmm. They're very, very emotionally in tune. They're not devoid of emotions. I don't care what, um, you know, notions may be out there or misconceptions may be out there. We're here to tell you guys, no, somebody who's resilient is definitely keenly aware of their emotions. You can be keenly aware of your emotions and still master your emotion. In fact, that's true mm-hmm. mastery of your emotions, being aware of them, being able to process them, being able to channel them. Right. And so for truly resilient individuals, when they hit those trying times, which inevitably happen, especially if you're stretching yourself outside of your comfort zone and doing something you've never done before. They're also able to tap in, tap into those emotions and remember all the positives, the positive things that are around them, the positive things they've been able to accomplish and the positive things that they're working towards their why to energize them, energize them to tackle the task of getting off the mat and being resilient mm-hmm. and putting in that energy and that effort. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, your resiliency allows you to focus on the positive things, the positive things that uh, you have in your life. So important to do so. And it could be challenging. You know, you may find yourself around people that tend to dwell on the negative, uh, that just have this keen ability of picking the things out in your life and reminding you of those things. Uh, But it's up to you again to remain resilient and fix your mindset and fix your spirit on the positive things uh, in life. There's so much to be thankful and grateful for. Um, Just the mere fact that you woke up is is a great way to start and to be grateful for that. Um, Absolutely, man. I love, too, that you brought up the fact that, uh, you know, there's people out there that, um, you know, just they're habitual complainers and, you know, they want to pick out. you know, the things that are not going going right, uh, maybe in their lives, you know, maybe in your life, um, you know, because misery loves a little bit of company. And um, mm-hmm. some of those folks may actually be giving you some criticism, um, which I think is why it was so timely. You know, our most recent cold brew and combos uh, live session, you know, we we spent some time about you know half hour. Or so just really breaking that down, how to be able to um, combat criticism, the channel criticism to. Uh, process criticism effectively and use it for your own benefit. So um, if you, you know, to our listeners out there, if you just happen to miss that, um, no worries. We were um, able to actually capture the live session along with the, <laughs> the, uh, 
the uh, community engagement and comments that we received along the way. Um, and we were able to house that actually on um, the Legacy Leader um, the Legacy Leadership um, YouTube channel. So please make sure that you check that out. Um, if you have interest, if you're looking that, man, you know what? I love that Jimmy mentioned something about criticism. You know, I get criti you know, I get criticized and I don't necessarily handle it the best or how do I know the difference between value-added criticism or feedback, constructive criticism, and when somebody's low-key hating, well, you don't have to you know, try and figure that out. We actually uh, give you guys some tips uh, to be able to navigate that effectively as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a leader in your community, in your household. So uh, make sure that you uh, give that a listen. Check it out. Yeah, so before we get into the five things that a resilient attitude enables you to do, uh, I just want to piggyback off of that. You know, because you mentioned at the beginning, the, the topics that we've been focusing on over um, really the first five or six episodes of season two, more than a pod, uh, it has to do with self-mastery, self-leadership and things that you can focus on to continue to, to develop yourself into becoming and being a leader worth following. Um, so we want to make sure that, that that's clear and it comes even more clear if you go to the YouTube channel, all of our episodes from season one and season two are broken down into different categories. So if you're trying to, to, to really dive into things that are more for self-mastery and self-leadership, you'll be able to see that as live and leading you. Uh, and then if you're really wanting to focus on more topics that how do I help develop other people and develop my team, you'll be able to see that section. Uh, and then for the cold brew and convos, again, every Wednesday night at eight o'clock, uh, you can catch it on the YouTube channel that you would find under the section called learning with legacy leadership but we would love for you to join us in the facebook community exactly legacy leader community in facebook join us there we're going live we love the engagement that we get uh, and then we also do q a's and, and allow you know uh, just open it up and allow people to ask us questions uh, and to be able to to have those conversations as well so again if you haven't done so yet uh, definitely join us within facebook legacy leader community we'd love to have you there as well going live every wednesday night cold brewing combos with your l3g coaches um, so we just gave you five ways that resilience can turn you into an exceptional leader and individual now we're going to break down five things uh, that a resilient attitude is going to enable you to do number one it's going to enable you to improve your skills um, you only be recognized as an expert in your field by delivering exceptional work and when it comes to being a leader worth following, you are skillful. You are skillful and masterful at the things that you do. Maybe you're not an expert. You know, can anybody truly be an expert at something? Uh, they say it takes about 10,000 hours, right, to put in work. Uh, so I think those are achievable with time and with work. But being exceptional at the things that you do and working towards that and having that attitude and having that mindset. Two things can only be achieved by improving your skill as well as committing to your work. So it's the commitment that you have to the purpose, to your why, to the work that you're doing, and then that pursuit of excellence and working on that skill. And we talked about this so much when we were talking about Kobe in our first installment of the NBA series. If you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to that. Um, so much to be said about 
not just the talent that you have or the intelligence intelligence that you have, but really putting in the work to truly, again, improve your skills and master the the one or two or three things that you are most, most passionate about. It requires time. It requires resources. And it definitely requires your dedication, um, perseverance, especially when you're talking about something that you know is is extremely worthwhile for you. But more importantly, extremely worthwhile for the people that you are looking to serve. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I love the fact that you uh, tied it back a bit to um, our episode with uh, Kobe, our NBA session where we broke down the Mamba mentality, the Mamba mindset, and what does it take in order to really embody that, right? Because there's there was a a true proven approach to the mindset, right? That that we made tangible for for our legacy leader community. Um, but yeah, it reminds me of I, I'm trying to recall exactly what interview it was. Um, but they were talking. They were talking to Kobe. The you know I, I recall they were talking to Kobe and they were just talking to him about um, you know that clutch gene. Like how do you develop that clutch gene, right? Um, and he was saying that. Um, you know, to your point about the effort and the amount of time that he put in that he's missed. uh, And I I love this, right? He's missed more clutch shots than most people have attempted. Right. And I think that's, that's powerful, right? Like I've missed, I've missed more clutch shots in practicing than most people Mm -hmm. have even attempted. Right. And it comes back to that point around, you know, what does resiliency allow you to do in terms of improving the skill you know, very rarely does somebody, um, and again, you guys know me, I'm going to talk a little bit about sports, but very rarely does somebody step into the playing field and from the very first time that they touch the field, they demonstrate an exceptional level of play, right? In fact, it's so rare that we often recognize it when it occurs um, in the sports arena as this person's a prodigy, Right. They're prodigious. Mm. Right. It, it requires that level of um, distinction because it it is it is so rare. It is almost um, unnatural that somebody would not have that amount of time, energy, uh, expertise invested and then be able to be successful. And even when they are successful immediately in that short term, we all hold our breath waiting for the other shoe, shoe to drop. Can they do it again? Right. Do they really have it? Right. Um, is this going to be consistent and sustained? We have all those questions. Right. For the individuals where we uh, put into this pinnacle of excellence, when we talk about mastery and mastery of skill set, that distinction only comes with time being a component, somebody being able to demonstrate a high level of performance over a substantial period of time. That's when you get the distinction of being the GOAT. That's when you get the distinction of being legendary. We acknowledge people like Tom Brady, who just won ring number seven, right? Because he's been doing this. He's been doing this for 20 something years, right? He's gone to, he's played 21 seasons. He's gone to 10 Super Bowls. He's, he's won seven of them. So that means 50% of the time that he has laced up the pads and grabbed the ball, right? He has made it to the the pinnacle of the sport in terms of championship game. And then 70% of the time that he's made it to those games, he's demonstrated 70% of the time, bro. He's demonstrated excellence at being able to achieve success, right? Achieve victory, right? And be known as a champion, right? It's only because of the time element that we make that acknowledgement. So it's, you know, it's important that you need to have a certain level of resiliency in order to get through that time, because there's been plenty of times 
for people like Tom Brady, for people like Kobe, for people like Michael uh, Michael Jordan, for people like Steph Curry, for people like LeBron James. LeBron, yeah. Like, like there's, it's only through that time, right, that time period, like the resiliency was needed in order to overcome those obstacles. Think about all the seasons that LeBron went where the question was, can he even, can he even win the big one? Is he a bust? You know, people said he was the second coming of Michael Jordan, right? But he can't even get a team over the hump. He can't win a title. He went seven seasons, seven, seven seasons before he won his first NBA championship, right? Before he won his first NBA championship because he went with, you know, um, yeah, again, he went through Miami. Cleveland, then had to go to Miami. Um, and then even then, you know, I think his first opportunity with Miami uh, is when um, Dallas ended up knocking him out. Yeah, they lost. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So went seven seasons before he was able to get that monkey off of his back. That means seven seasons of resiliency, seven seasons of high expectations, seven seasons of you know being able to get up to answer the questions, to deal with the pressure. Seven seasons before he started the journey of um, actualizing his talent, actualizing the results of all those years of what he learned. And he'll even, you know, if you listen to interviews and you listen to him talk, he talks about how those seven seasons were so critical, so critical to, to allowing him to win his first title because it was the lessons learned across those seven seasons that he carried with him into the eighth and he was able to put it all together. Right. And so um, you can only get that type of mastery. You can only get those type of reps. You can only get that type of expertise if you have the resilience to make it through seven seasons. Right. So when you're listening to this, our legacy leaders and you're going through and you're marinating and you're thinking about your own journey and maybe you aren't satisfied with where you're at right now. Right. Um, My only question to you is, have you put in seven seasons yet? And if the answer to that question is no, well, damn it, let's get let's get through seven seasons. Let's get through seven seasons. Let's keep learning along the way. Let's get through seven seasons because again, resiliency is going to power you through to get right around the corner to your first ring. Yep. And to, just to add to that is it's it's the seven seasons, but one common factor with all those individuals that we mentioned is they were always looking to improve their skill set. Mm-hmm. How can I get better? How can I improve this skill during the season and then in the off season? Can, and even to this day, again, 23 years in the league, whatever it is for, for Tom Brady, and he's still working on improving his throw because he's always, I was listening to a part of an interview last week, he's always looking for that perfect throw. That's what drives him. The Super Bowl is it, but he wants that perfect way. He sees it leaving his hand and his fingers. It is a perfect throw. That comes with continuously practicing that skill and then asking yourself, how can I develop the skill? And how can this skill get me closer to my goal and that championship, whatever that championship is for you? Um, so instead of falling and failing to get back to doing what you're supposed to do. You look for ways to improve and take a different approach. All of those individuals improved their skills, took different approaches and kept at it until they they got to that final goal. Uh, and then they wanted more and they kept going and kept going and kept going. Mm-hmm. Um, so number two, again, different things uh, that you can do to uh, continue to to show this this resilience and, and uh, be a phenomenal leader in that realm is execute your ideas. A lot of people got a lot of ideas and they may even talk about it on social media. 
They want to cascade it everywhere, go on their story, tweet about it, whatever. But can you execute on that idea? And not just execute for a day, for a week, for a month, but months at a time, for seven seasons, and continue to do what you need to do. Having a resilient attitude means when you're asked, what if you were you fail? You respond with, trying is the only way I'm going to find out. I will never forget as I was having conversations about leaving corporate America and you know, getting to the point we opened the gym. We already had the chapter of Central Florida, but getting into that facility and knowing that I, I felt in my heart and my spirit, the only way to really get it there and nurture it was to leave my corporate job, leave the paycheck that I had, and to step out on at faith and do this. Uh, and one of uh, one of the brothers in Christ and, and uh, board members within Trinity Fitness uh, Ministries asked me, what are you going to do like, if you have to go back to work? Basically, what are you going to do if it fails? And and I told him, like, well, if I have to go back to work, I will, which is inevitably what ended up happening. But like that wasn't my thought. Like I'm not I'm not going into this thinking about what if I fail? I'm going to be thinking about what what about all the great things that can possibly happen along the way? Uh, what kind of lessons am I going to be able to teach my children? Uh, how is this going to strengthen the relationship with my wife and, and the marriage that we have? You know, how is this going to bless the community uh, and help people to live healthy inside and out and and, and slowly but surely, you know, become the best version of themselves. Resilient people think about those things and they execute on their ideas. Um, it causes you to view things in a way that no one else does. And they may think that you're crazy for it because uh, they don't see the vision. God gave you that vision. They didn't give it to them. So they may question it. They may think that you're crazy. They may not be able to understand how do you muster up uh, the faith, which we're actually about to get to in the next one. Uh, how do you muster up the faith that you need to push forward like that? Um, it's because I'm going to execute on the ideas that I have. And that's I'm going to focus on the positives uh, and the potential of these things that can happen as opposed to thinking about things that might go wrong or that possibly can happen that would be negative but inevitably are not true because they haven't even happened yet. You haven't even tried. Um, so executing your ideas, again, when you do that, it gives you the passion to execute on everything that you need to do, and it gives you the resiliency to see them through. Absolutely, man. Um, I love everything that you said. Um, powerful, 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 powerful. Um, it actually reminds me of um, you know, uh, Mike Tyson. They were interviewing him, and he, uh, I believe he said something to the effect of, you know, uh, everybody, you know, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Uh, and uh, I, I think that that's so fitting, like from a resilience perspective, because, yeah, like at the end of the day, we have plans, we have schemes, we have things that we plot and we, you know, we envision. Right. But it means nothing if we can't execute, if we can't manifest it. And. Yeah, we would love for, you know, things to be the perfect situation, the flawless situation, right? Where it goes exactly as planned. We don't ever get hit, right? We're able to execute our game plan, but we just all know that that's not the reality. Inevitably, there are things that you're not going to be able to account for. There's things that even if you've accounted for all of your controllables, the uncontrollable still exists for the business owner that said, you know, uh, coming into 29 uh, coming off of 2019, 2020 is my year. I'm starting my mm -hmm. small business. It's going down. 
I, I, I've been plotting on this for 10 years. I've been saving and squirreling away. I got business plans out the wazoo. I didn't listen to everything Gary V said, and I'm ready. 2020 is my year and you have all your controllables. Then you get an uncontrollable like Rona that comes in, right? Um, that's a punch in the mouth. All right. How do you regroup and how do you ensure that you continue to execute? How do you because at the end of the day, while the the plans may need to be revised, the the outcome doesn't <laughs> the outcome isn't right. Um, and so I just love what you mentioned, right, about the importance of resiliency. Resiliency is exactly is is exactly that in a nutshell It's the ability, despite whatever challenges may present themselves, the ability to still deliver on executing the vision, executing mm-hmm. the vision. Um, so yeah, man, I think that's just super, super, super powerful, man. I really appreciate you uh, bringing that one up. So, so let's get into number three, brother. Fire me up. Absolutely. Let's go. Absolutely. So the number three, the third thing that having a resilient attitude enables you to do is perfect your faith. Perfect your faith. Amen. Having faith in yourself, your abilities, as well as the things you are working on, is the only way of turning into the extraordinary individual you desire to be. Because faith fires up your enthusiasm oh i love that that's a bar faith fires Mm -hmm. up your enthusiasm and keeps you moving when you can't when you can't it is the main thing that keeps you reaching your aims and believing that you can still turn things around despite shortcomings a resilient attitude perfects your faith by making you focus on your past accomplishments as well as your victories and it keeps you believing that you have what it takes to make things happen. Um, it's crazy because, you know, I know that people have been hearing some of the stories that have come that have come out um, circulating like kind of the Super Bowl and the lead up to the Super Bowl. And we talk about the the faith, right? Like kind of that perfecting the faith. Um, and the one that I love the most is somebody who was sharing a lot of the players were sharing that. Uh, the two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, every night at 11 o'clock on the dot, Tom Brady would text the players, we're going to win. Mm. We're going to win. Every night for two weeks leading up to the game at 11 p.m. like clockwork, he would text every player on the Buccaneers team, we are going to win. Right. What does that mean? So I think there's two things. One, what reservoir of faith is this this man pulling from? It's immense. He has so much things to draw on. I mean, he's going again by by this time. Right. He's already going to nine of them things. He's won six of them. He's seen um, he's seen many different situations, whether it's, you know, playing it, you know, playing in inclement weather, playing without, you know, a Hall of Fame caliber talent, playing with Hall of Fame caliber talent, right? Playing on the road, playing at home, having home field advantage, being a wild card, being the number one seed, um, dealing with injuries, not dealing with being 100%. He's seen it all. He's seen it all. So for him, it's a foregone conclusion, right? Based off of his experiences, he has faith in his team and his capabilities to be able to win. But what does it mean for the faith of the other individuals who is their first time going to a championship? And you have somebody like that in your ear, in your corner, telling you every day leading up to it, we're going to win. 
What does that mean for your spirit, for your energy, for your confidence, no matter what the circumstances are, right? You know um, how when people, um, and this is why, you know, proven leadership, right? You know, uh, surrounding yourself with this, a strong team. We talked about that, you know, in our last episode around resilience and being able to pull from that team around you, right? Um, you know, that proven leadership is just so critically important because despite what the circumstances are, whether you're up, Right. Whether you're up going into halftime, whether you're behind. Right. You always feel like you're in it. I mean, think about it. The Bucks, fortunately, when they went into the to halftime, they were up. You know, they were they were definitely up big and uh, it was it was mm-hmm. stuck. They were up and, and it was stuck because uh, they didn't relinquish that that um, that lead. But even if they were down, think about the experiences that they can pull from. They know that the last time, you know, one of the last times that this man won a Super Bowl. He was down by 28 points in the second half. What type of faith is required? What type of faith are you pulling from to say, we're not out of this? And then to will your team to a win, right? And so um, the resiliency is so important because it does, it perfects your faith. It perfects your faith, your faith because you have these experiences that you can pull from, from when you demonstrated resiliency and what was the outcome from that? When I was able to dig deep, when I was able to keep going, when I was able to push forward, right? All of these things that I can pull from the the times that I was not successful, but I was still resilient. So what did I learn? Mm -hmm. But also the times that I was resilient and I was successful. So what am I capable of, right? What am I capable Mm of? Um, Those things are just exceptionally powerful, man. So I I love that point specifically um, around, you know, resiliency, being able to allow you to perfect your faith. I appreciate that story as well because it, it connects a dot for me. I don't know if you if you remember uh, when they when he was on the stage and they handed him the Lombardi Trophy and he held it up to his team and he said, "We knew we were going to win." Because <laughs> he told them for two straight weeks every night at eleven o'clock. So yes, they knew they were going to win and they pulled it off. Um, so yeah, just again uh, another example of f- phenomenal leadership, uh, and somebody who has shown uh, an immense amount of resiliency along the way to be able to do it time and time again. Except when he played the Giants, <laughs> team from the <laughs> NFC East. So I noticed it's not a sports podcast, but I had to find the right opportunity to throw that in there. But it's all good though, because he helped your boy JPP win another one. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I was super happy about JPP that too. Very super happy. But perfect your faith uh, and, and just, you know, when, when you can't, God can. Mm. And putting your faith in him and knowing that he's going to see you through and he's giving you the passion, that dream to get after it no matter what. So those are the first three things that we wanted to jump in. Uh, really, the, the fourth thing that uh, a resilient attitude will enable you to do is to turn your failures, failures into stepping stones. People who succeed in life are those who they never allow the failures to keep them down. They then instead turn that into a stepping stone and take valuable lessons from each of those fears. Again, we said it might be an L, but it's never a loss. It's what can I learn? What is the lesson that I can glean from that and take away from that situation? Um, I mean, there's been a number of things that I've, um, I've failed at or did not turn out the way that I thought or I was expecting because uh, I don't always even like to use necessarily that word failure. Sometimes it just doesn't happen. Right. Um, but again, we talk a lot about uh, there's been a couple of other businesses that I've started uh, and didn't necessarily you know, get to a point of sustainability. 
though I do talk a lot about Trinity Fitness uh, because of the impact it had on me, the impact it had on others, and just that entrepreneurial journey. And, and I remember the last day, um, the last session, the last words, and sitting outside with my wife as we closed the doors and, and realized, like, this is it. Like, it's done. Um, and the pain, you know, that you feel and that hurt, that those feelings, but also realizing I'm not, I'm not going to let this um, keep me down. You know, I'm going to continue to excel. I'm going to continue to take what I've learned from those relationships, from those experiences, continue to nurture those. And how can I use this as a stepping stone to the next adventure uh, that the Lord has for me, whatever that may be. Um, You know, for that time period, it was getting back with you and working with the team at the Mac and, and the things that we did within that home improvement company. But then there was those lessons that allowed me to to continue to progress and working on different skill sets and different things as a coach, as a facilitator, as a trainer that, again, just allowed me to continue to to improve myself as an individual, as a leader, um, even as a husband and as a father along the way, as a friend. Uh, So turn those failures into stepping stones. Cultivate that resilient attitude to ensure that you say, how can I use this to my advantage? How can I use this to my advantage? What have I learned from this experience? And how can this setback help me tackle things differently? Um, the next time that you you fail or you miss the mark uh, and you don't achieve that goal. Um, so we're talking about Tom Brady. They probably said the one that he was most regretful for mm-hmm. was the 18-0 and season until they met the Giants in the Super Bowl. But that was a failure, right? They were their their goal, obviously, after going 18 straight wins, was to finish off the season, cap it off, uh, and win that Super Bowl. But I'm sure Tom Brady and others, but since we were talking about him specifically, asked himself, like, what can I learn? What can we do differently the next time that we're in the Super Bowl? And for him, thankfully, he was able to make it to others to be able to win and not have that same feeling. Um, so don't don't allow those failures to hold you down. Turn those into stepping stones and continue to move forward. Yeah, it's just I love that man. It's just going back to you know uh, we use the example of LeBron and the number of seasons you know that he had to go through uh you know learning lessons before he was able to take all those lessons learned and apply it to his championship mm-hmm. season I mean um it's evident even in your journey right all of those um you know businesses that you've had an opportunity yeah. to um, open and explore and refine and you know just thinking back on each one of those distinct experiences there are things that you've been able to carry with you that we've applied to what we're building here with the legacy Mm -hmm. leadership learning group and uh, the legacy and leadership podcast, like um, all of these things, right. And every facet of the journey from, um, you know, what you learned as an entrepreneur with Trinity fitness to uh, making that transition back into the corporate space, what we learned in our time together, reconnecting in the corporate space and things we were able to, Mm -hmm. uh, experiment with, to test, to learn, to refine, you know, when I had the opportunity to sit into the, uh, in the captain's seat and, um, you know, really start to do some creative things and, you know, building out a studio, um, in the organization and what that meant for us unlocking some of this creative uh, potential and um, how we were able to you know learn a lot of technique strategies and just approaches that we refined through time that allow us to come back to our legacy leader community and offer up the quality offering that we're able to offer it's because of those things right and so mm-hmm. 
Uh, I love that word for our, for our listeners because yeah, some of you guys are on your journey right now, and you know this may be season number seven or eight for you, and so this is the one that you're destined to get the ring. For some of you guys, it's it may be season three or four, um, right? And um, you know you've learned some along the way. Maybe things haven't turned out the way that you wanted wanted them to, but that's okay. You don't know what skill sets and lessons you're amassing now that are going to allow you to have un, unparalleled success in the future, right? It may be building towards something even greater than you even can imagine, right? And so mm. um, I, can, I can definitely tell you through our journey over these past couple of years, um, this, wasn't, this wasn't on the vision board. At, like years ago, this wasn't on the vision board. Um, now at this point, you know, with us um, going through the experiences that we've gone through and what we've been able to build, I can't picture a year moving forward where it's not on the vision board, right? Um, and so, uh, again, to our listeners, you know, just continue to hold on to that. You know, as as you're being resilient, um, again, you don't know what skill sets you're actually developing and honing in preparation for something way more greater than you can even imagine. Yeah. And for our listeners, you know, we, we've picked up uh, thankful that we've picked up a lot of new listeners over the last couple of weeks. Uh, we'll get into a little bit more detail in a minute about the next guest uh, that has to do with Podbean and uh, the platform that we release our content on as far as a podcast is concerned. Um, we don't we don't get into detail besides uh, maybe the intro that you will hear about our experience. Uh, but we've been working in corporate America combined for over 30 years. Uh, we've started businesses. We've done uh, the entrepreneurship thing. And I even think about the work that we did helping the the politician uh, and helping with her with her campaign. Um, I mean, you and I as as a duo, you know, we've been putting in some work for uh, some time now. When you talk about like the video editing, uh, a few months ago, I was going back and taking a look at my old YouTube channel and some videos I did with my sister when I had like best restaurants in Orlando uh, and winning formula marketing was the business uh, and the work that was put in and the videos that were made back then that are still on YouTube today. And um, but these are things that we've been doing for some time. Um, so when you see, you know, the the chemistry and a relationship like we've been putting in work it's come organically and it's come naturally obviously because we're very very close friends and um, we've been putting a lot of work in together for some time and with others as well that are part of our team it's not just the two of us um, but you can see the growth we can see the growth and if you know us and you've looked at the work that we've done over several years now again you can see the growth in, in what we've done and how we've matured as men uh, as fathers now uh, as employees and, and, and business leaders. Uh, and then, yeah, what we're doing here with Legacy Leadership Learning Group and this Legacy Leadership Podcast. So uh, we really do hope that you are finding value and you enjoy. We entertain you and we educate <laughs> you as well uh, on what it means to be a leader worth following and how you develop others to do the same because we are truly passionate about that. And that is our goal. Um, so turn those failures into stepping stones and I'll let you cap things off with number five uh, and adapting to Absolutely. change. So the fifth one, adapting to change. This is another, the very last uh, tip that we have for you or uh, call out that we have for you on how re a resilient attitude can enable you to be able to master this. And that's being able to adapt to change. Learning to adapt to change is the only thing that ensures success and happiness in your life. Um, is achieved because change is inevitable to occur whether or not you're ready for it 
And so having a positive attitude that keeps you thinking, how can I continue working on these, uh, on this or my goals during these trying times, or what is the best way to maintain my peace, maintaining my mm -hmm. peace amid this chaos, um, is what's going to make it possible for you to develop that resilient mindset, right? So, uh, again, being able to adapt to change, that's actually probably been one of the through lines for all of these tips that we've talked about um, on today's episode, right? When we're talking about, um, you know, being able to get off the mat, when we're talking about finding the lesson and, you know, not looking at it as a loss, when we're talking about perfecting and refining your faith, when it's when we're talking about developing new skills, again, it all comes down to being able to adapt to change. Um, you know, anybody that knows me, um, you've heard me say this plenty of times before because um, it has resonated so deeply with me that it is practically tattooed on my heart. But, you know, I believe that, you know, you, you know, as a leader, um, as a, a business runner, as an entrepreneur, um, as a father, as a spouse, like my goal, my job, I'm obligated to live in the vision, not mm -hmm. in the circumstances, live, live in the vision not in the circumstances. And so that's what allows me to be able to adapt to change because regardless of how the circumstances make change, I'm living in the vision and the vision has not. I'm living in the vision and the vision has not. And so, um, again, being able to live in the vision and not in the circumstances and being able to adapt to change, you can only do that by maintaining a resilient mindset. So, um, yeah, man, I, I appreciate you too. Just kind of walking, um, you know, walking through some of the things that you know we've been able to experience um, on our journey together. And you're absolutely right. It's not like uh, you know we just picked up a mic uh, and you know turned on the webcam and then you know sent out a tweet that was like, "Hey, anybody want to do a podcast?" I'm like, "Oh, sure, yeah, whatever." Right? And like, you know, <laughs> this is our first time getting to know one another. Um, you know. Um, yeah, we talked about Le LeBron and you know and his journey, and again, I think it was seven seasons. It may be in a little bit more, but um, for us, I mean, for us, it's season twelve. It's, it's season twelve, and this you know this is what we're finally um, being able to achieve. And so many, so many hours, so many hours of and experiences, and putting up shots, and being in the gym, and perfecting it, and. Uh, failing and learning and refining and moving on to something else and learning from that and building and building these stepping stones to get to the point where we're at right now. Right. And so um, it is our serious, our sincerest desire, our sincerest hope for our legacy uh, leader community, our listeners, that you find not just value, but you find inspiration in the message and you um, you don't hold yourself. You don't hold yourself unfairly to um, this fin this example of a finished product, uh, even though it's far from finished from our view. But this example of a finished product and to say, man, like I could never get to there. You can. You can. You can absolutely can Just put in the time, do the 12, you know, do the 12 seasons and maybe it's fewer seasons for you. Right. For us, it's 12. Right. Um, and demonstrate again, grit resiliency and the things that we've shared with you on today's episode, because that's going to give you the foundation, the foundation to uh, achieve everything you've laid out in front of yourself for 2021 and beyond as you focus on living as a leader or following leading others to do the same. And then more importantly, leaving a legacy for generations to come. Yes, sir. So for our legacy leaders out there, just please remember, uh, I hope I hope 
that, again, you were touched uh, as you listened uh, to our stories and, and just to listen to how we broke things down. I know that this has really stirred in a very, very positive way my spirit, uh, just being able to talk and, again, kind of reminisce on some of the stories and, and experiences in our life. But having a positive attitude that keeps you thinking, how? How can I continue working on this during these trying times? Probably the most trying times that we've ever been through collectively as as a group of people, uh, especially in this country and just in the world in general. Or what is the best way of maintaining my peace amid such chaos that we've seen? All of these things and those questions, like it's made possible by developing a resilient mindset. How are you able to do those things? By building and developing a resilient mindset. So we just gave you 10 ways that resilience can turn you into a phenomenal and exceptional leader. Uh, we gave you five tips, giving you reasons to get back on your feet, helping you recognize the importance of failure and achieving success, reminding you that you are not where you used to be. Please don't forget that. Keeping you focused on the end goal and fixing your eyes on the positive things in your life. And then we just broke down five things that a resilient attitude really enables you to do. Um, go back rewind, listen again, watch again. Uh, you'll continue to get a lot of golden nuggets from this uh, and share. If there's anything of value that you have received from this episode, please share that with other individuals, other leaders that you know will be able to receive uh, some value from these golden nuggets uh, that I'm sure dropped and maybe a little bit biased, but I really felt like this was some, some really good information to break down and to provide again as we look to serve you as our legacy leaders. Um, so what I would ask again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Please show us some love, comment, like, and share. If you want to reach out to us, you can do so. Uh, you can always email us at legacyinleadership at gmail.com. But even better than that, man, meet us in Facebook legacy leader community we go live every wednesday uh, we have plenty of posts uh, there's so many more resources that are in there that we're continually adding to the group as well so it's a place where we conversate where you can go and continue to learn and, and uh, participate even more so in these conversations again we'd love to have you there uh, follow us on instagram and twitter at legacy leadership uh, you can follow devon at leadership docent on instagram uh, and on Twitter. And then you could also follow myself at coach underscore Jimmy G Jr. on Instagram and also same handle on Twitter. And then as well, LinkedIn, Facebook, and of course, YouTube at Legacy and Leadership Podcast. Please, as always, subscribe to the YouTube channel, like the video, go ahead and uh, ring that bell, that alert bell so that you're always alerted when we have new videos. Uh, again, you'll be able to find the, uh, the live sessions that come after the fact on the YouTube channel. We also have micro learning videos at about three to five minutes where we're just teaching you different concepts. Uh, and again, in bite-sized chunks that are quick for you to digest, uh, some action steps for you to follow uh, and look to continue to improve yourself as well. Um, so again, thank you guys. Remember, uh, take those steps. Take those steps and continue to work at being a resilient, phenomenal leader, one that is worth following, then teach and lead others to do the same. And as always, leave a legacy for generations to come. Uh, we thank you as well, uh, always, for rocking with us and sticking with us in this episode. Uh, and as always, God bless. Ray.
wait on that beat going crazy. You have just listened to the Legacy and Leadership Podcast, hosted by Jimmy Gonzalez and Devon Watts. Thank you, and we hope that you live, lead, and leave a legacy worth remembering. Until next time.